0: hello everyone welcome to season one episode one first ever real talk business conversations episode and i just want to welcome you welcome to real talk business conversations this podcast is a no bs approach to the hottest business topics surrounding career growth and how it applies to women If you're looking for ways to progress your career make more income gain clarity surrounding business topics or really just learning about the noise of all this career advice and how you should apply it to your career in a practical way this podcast is for you so i'm your host kari kohal i'm a career coach and a leadership consultant and also the president of a multi-million dollar financial brokerage company. And I am so excited to launch this podcast and have you guys along my journey of sharing business topics and helping you grow your career. So in this season one, episode one, we are going to talk about, is it time to find a new position? And this is a really hot topic right now in business. There's a lot of people that are essentially taking a zero tolerance approach to some questionable management decisions, uh, and also known as the great resignation where Everyone is just saying, nope, I'm not tolerating this anymore. I'm out of here. I'm going to find a new position. But there's also been some repercussions of that where I've seen on social media where people have partaken in this great resignation. And then three months later, they go, hey, you know, Changing jobs is extremely stressful and it's more expensive than I thought it was, even though that I got a raise. So how do you know if it's time to find a new position or to stick it out? And in this episode, my goal is for you to get some guidance and some practical tips that you might be able to apply in your career. Um, this is all just high level. I can't really give you specifics on what you should do, uh, because I'm not your coach. However, if you are looking for a career coach, I am one and, and a leadership consultant. So if you're looking for one, I would be honored to be your career coach. Message me for more information on that. You can reach out, Email balancedinpink at gmail.com, or you can message me on Instagram. My handle is balancedinpink. But let's get into it. Let's start with the obvious here. Bad days at work are inevitable. So if you're having a bad day, that is not a reason to find a new position. That is not a reason to partake in the great resignation or to resign. We've all had bad days, bad weeks, bad quarters. Heck, if you're in sales, you've had a bad sales year and it was really stressful. Now, did you have good days within that year? Yeah, but overall, was it a great year? No, (laughs) right? I come from a sales background, so I empathize with that. But a bad day is not a bad job nor a bad career. If you take anything away from this episode, it's that. I want you to remember when you're having a bad day or things are not going right, that a bad job is not a bad career because, or I'm sorry, a bad day is not a bad job and it's not a bad career because when you're in it, when you're in the thick of that, you're going to go, "Man, I need to quit." <laughs> right? But you don't. You don't. That's not a reason to quit. But if you're consistently having bad days, that is something where you're drowning or you're feeling like your mental health is kind of sacrificing, which I'll tell you a story about of one of my friends that went through that where finding a new position actually worked out in his favor. Uh So that will be later in the episode. But if you are consistently having bad days where you are feeling like you're drowning, that is something to look at and kind of go through these other six red flags that I'm going to talk about in this episode. So the first red flag is your team is dysfunctional. So I like to start bottom up with figuring out, is it the company that's broken where I don't fit? Or is it my team that's broken where I don't fit? And starting with your team and working your way up to high level management is the best way to figure out if you need to find a new position or you need to stick it out. So, if you're on a bad team or your team's dysfunctional, episode four is all about if your team is holding you back in your career and how to know if you work on a dysfunctional team, but I'm going to give you some spoilers. Here are the spark notes to that. No one trusts each other. That's a first indicator that you're on the wrong team. No one trusts each other. And everybody is afraid of ruffling feathers or speaking out. So they don't really want to share their opinions because they probably have gotten yelled at so many times or gotten a negative response so many times that it's not even worth it. It's not even worth, um, speaking up because you'll just get shot down. So what's the point? And another one, the third one, no one is really committed to the efficacy of the team. So no one really cares about the results of the team Or how efficient you guys are. It's just really, you guys are out for yourself. So that's the fourth one. No one takes accountability for any task or result. And when the team is doing really well, they'll take accountability. The team members will fight to who did that. They'll be like, oh, that was me. That was me. And when the team's performing poorly, they're going to blame someone else and not take accountability. And then the last one is members of the team are more focused on themselves than the results of the team. So they're only in it for themselves. And there is an element, because everybody is independently growing their careers, and and building their brands or their personal brands and figuring out where they fit so that they can provide for their families or have a work-life balance, whatever motivates them or making a ton of money. So there is an element there where you kind of have to think of yourself because no one else is gonna do it for you, but you also have to come together for the team and do what's best for the company in a bigger sense so that's my first red flag the second is there's a lack of communication between managers so the first one was figuring out if your team's dysfunctional now we're gonna figure out if your managers are dysfunctional because that's the next step to figuring out if you need to get a new position or not. So your managers have a they have a really really hard time giving clear communication They have a really hard time sharing their vision. They're just not good managers. Their communication is not followed by action. So they go, oh yeah, there's light at the end of the tunnel. We're just in a really bad spot right now, but then nothing changes, right? They just go about their day, their week, their month. Like it's just another day at that company. So, or their actions don't correlate with their communication. So if they're saying, we need all hands on deck, we're understaffed, and we have a lot of workload, let's get this done together, and then they're taking early Fridays, not coming in, leaving early, starting late, just kind of laissez-faire, their actions are not correlating with their communication. So that's something, that's a little red flag Also, in addition to managers having a lack of clear communication, they seem overwhelmed all the time. They seem out of control with their workload. They don't really know what's going on. They're stressed. They don't have time to give you the time of day. And you need that. You need that in building your career and you need that for the success of the company truly And if the managers are just feeling stressed and overwhelmed, that's a red flag as well. Another one, the the company culture seems to condone triangular communication. So what's triangular communication? It's when, let's say, I'm mad at HR or I have a scuffle with HR. I didn't like what they did instead of going to hr and saying hey i don't i don't like what you did here i would have i would have done this differently or this is leaving a bad taste in my mouth or i'm just feeling a little icky about it and instead of doing that you go to your bestie coworker and go oh my god you will not believe what hr did they did this they're probably having trouble at home blah, 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 blah. That's triangular. You're bringing someone else into your scuffle that you have with someone else. So it used to be two people in the problem. You just brought a third person on or someone else brought a third person on. So let's say you might've done something that a coworker wasn't so sure about or didn't really agree upon. And instead of that coworker coming to you, that coworker went to their bestie and now their bestie is mad at you too. So now you have an army against you (laughs) just because you did something. And then they sit all lunch hour and talk about it. I mean, it happens. That's toxic culture. It happens all the time. And then you just get one more person involved, and one more person on their side. And then all of a sudden, everybody hates you. I've been a victim of that just throwing that one out there. I once poked my head into a meeting. This is like the naive part of me and was like, hi everybody. For three weeks, they were talking about how rude I was for saying hello. It was crazy. Anyway, my co-host Angela and I will go into toxic culture and how we were able to turn that toxic culture around. So that will be in a different episode. But if the company culture seems to thrive on triangular communication or no management is stopping it or no one is stopping it and they're just letting you get essentially beat up and ganged on by all these or bullied by these other coworkers, that's not going to change. That's a behavior. Um, And until managers recognize that that's a problem, there's nothing you can do as one person to fix that. So that Might be time to find a new position because you're talking big company culture at that point. Another one, when you speak to a manager about the triangular communication, this is kind of piggybacking on what I just said, they don't seem willing to help. They're just like, oh, figure it out yourself or not my problem or because they're overwhelmed, right? So they don't have time to help you. That's a red flag. And my last one is leaders are MIA or disconnected or checked out. So your top, top leadership is throwing in the towel in the company culture. And one thing I'm going to say about company culture is there will always be a company culture. It's just who wants to set the company culture. and. Usually, the loudest, most toxic person sets the company culture unless someone counteracts it. And someone's intentional in building a positive, efficient company culture. It will always go to the loudest, most toxic person. So if the leader is MIA and disconnected, that usually is a correlation to a toxic work culture. And when you're in a toxic work culture and your head leadership is not seeing a problem, might be time to find a new position. I'm going to share a quick story of one of my really good friends that just went through a similar situation of figuring out, is it time to find a new position? So they were hired in a new city to move. They're in hospitality. They were hired to run the internal operations of a hotel working Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And if you work in the hospitality industry, you hit the gold mine if you have set hours where you know you're consistently going to be working Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Because in the hospitality industry, that rarely exists. So they took the position, moved to a new city, started this, started this job. The first day they had no idea where to go or what time. So they show up at the lobby, text the leadership or text head leadership and said, hey, I'm here, Um, let's start my first day. So they had the initiation, red flags are flying everywhere. The manager seemed overwhelmed. Um, There was a lack of communication. Between the managers, it was just the red flags went going. A couple days go by, and they start doing positions that were not in the job description at all, like working overnights at the front desk or cleaning rooms to help flip rooms for new guests to come in. And They call me and go, What do I do? And just like I said here in this episode, start from the bottom up. So, is your team dysfunctional? No. Great. Is there a lack of clear communication between the managers? Absolutely. Awesome. Do your managers feel, or does it seem like your managers are overwhelmed all the time? Yes. Talk to your managers then. That was my suggestion. Talk to your managers. So they head lunch with the manager. The manager goes, "Stick it out. There's light at the end of the tunnel. We can make, we can get through this." They go, "Great. I need a game plan of how we're going to make this better. And it can't just be, let's hire these two people." Time goes on, no game plan. So their actions did not correlate with their communication. And you can't just give empty promises of it's going to get better because you can sacrifice career growth by waiting for something to get better based off of a false promise, which is just detrimental to you, not to the manager, to you. And you have to protect your career progression. So they call and they go, not better and i go okay where's your head leadership where's where's the main the person that runs the hotel what did they do or what do they say about this and they go they're never around they're mia they're disconnected they're checked out whenever i walk past their desk they're not there and pretty horrible things had happened in a month uh, just the first month of being there And the manager was nowhere, leaving early, coming in late, taking long weekends, just completely checked out. And if they were to stay at that position, I said, well, my last suggestion was, do you think you as an individual could fix this? And they said, no, I don't see how that's possible by myself. And that's when the conversation of maybe it's time to find a new position came about. And it actually worked out in his favor. He was able to protect his reputation and also find a new position. So the takeaway here is start from the bottom up and always stay authentic. He wasn't in a dysfunctional team, so he was able to speak up and he wasn't afraid of ruffling any feathers. So start from the bottom, stay authentic to yourself. If it feels like dysfunctions you're living through are just another day in the office, like that's the company culture, then it might be time to leave. But I also caution you to really give management an opportunity to create a game plan and fix the problem prior to your departure or else that could take a hit on your reputation. In the story that I told you about my good friend, there were other things that I can't disclose to you guys that made it just like a no brainer to leave. So give your up, your management opportunity to change Technically, they did by going to that lunch and saying, I need a game plan, and they didn't give them a game plan. So they gave them an opportunity to change. Another reminder, you only have one reputation, and you definitely want to protect that. So that brings us to the end of episode one, season one, our first ever episode of Real Talk Business Conversations. Join us for the next episode, Quiet Quitting. What is it? Should you do it? And this will be with my co-host, Angela Orion. She's a chief marketing officer, director of internal operations and president of a nonprofit and brings another perspective to business operations and work environments. I'm the president of... brokerage firm so I can bring more of the high-level leverage or um, high-level leadership and I have extensive background in sales so I can bring a lot into that and also stick around for special guests we will be interviewing other successful women in business where they share their stories and give practical advice that you can apply to your careers right away. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, review, and share. That is how we can keep giving you more content and more episodes and to help you grow your career. If you wanna reach out, you can find me on Instagram with my tag balanced in pink or email balancedinpink at gmail.com. If you have anything that you would like more clarity on around a business topic or an episode idea, I am all ears for it. So please reach out balancedinpink on Instagram or email balancedinpink at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.